This is the Real Estate Guide podcast, brought to you by the Sunshine Coast Daily. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Real Estate Guide podcast, brought to you by the Sunshine Coast Daily. As always, I'm your host, Nathan Dell, joined by Tash Wilbert. How are you, Tash? I'm very well, thank you. Lovely to have you on board. Also on board today, as always, Mr. Earl Levy. Hello, Earl. Uh, sparking now, a bit slow this morning, but we're there. You're getting into it, <laughs> as opposed to you when you're normally a dynamo. So to be honest, I haven't noticed a difference, to be fair. Hey, exciting today. One of our favourite members of the podcast family is coming back today, Will Wilson from Master Builders Queensland, because uh, Earl, the, the award the Oscars are done. The Golden Globes are done. This yep. is your awards season. Time yeah. to frock up because the Master Builders Awards, obviously the actual event itself a while, a while off, but you're just getting into that kind of maybe starting to think about doing some judging. Yeah, they're calling the, the nominations are out now. And um, I think judging starts in May. Uh, the regional awards will be in August, state awards, national awards. Get your entries in. Yeah. I've, sadly, I'd missed out on going to Uluru last year for the nationals because it was a great night, apparently. But and you love a junket, so you know, <laughs> those two things combined, it was disappointing you didn't get there. Yeah. But really for, looking forward to talking to Will, just about you know what's in mind for 2020, what sort of what sort of trends and themes they're seeing come through, and because it really is, and it's a wonderful event, the fact that it rewards little tiny single projects through to great big commercial projects. It really is a great event, so we'll catch up with Will very, very soon. We'll have our picks of the week as well. Yet again, Tash is already, re- already winning, because she printed hers out. I think and you would in colour, You would think... But, you know. Just don't go too early, big boy. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Um, that pulled. doesn't look like it's in our real estate guide. <laughs> Earl may be cheating, so we'll find a – Earl's got something from the Hobart real estate guide, apparently. Hey, I just said pick of the week. I didn't say in our guide. We might oh, have an upset. We're going to play like that, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's about to get Bring weird. When I was down in Hobart, saw their real estate guide on the counter, and it's nothing compared to ours oh, up no, here. it wouldn't be. It, yeah. it just amazed me. What a – what a good job we do. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Look, all of these took is you can congratulate themselves. We'll come back next on the Real Estate Guy podcast, our auction action. We'll see what's going on under the hammer. There are many factors involved in achieving the best possible price when selling your home. If you want to maximise your price, research tells us by combining online with newspaper advertising, you will achieve on average an 18.5% better price. You need to get your message out to as many people as possible to get the best price. So when you list your home, make sure you advertise in Saturday's Sunshine Coast Daily Real Estate Guide. Source RP Data Core Logic, 12 months to February 2017, Sunshine Coast Region. Welcome back to the Real Estate Guide podcast, brought to you by the Sunshine Coast Daily, our auction action. We had a bit of everything last weekend. We had it stinking hot yes. and then pouring rain. It was the full gamut. How did last weekend go? Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, first one I went to was uh, Tasha's pick of the week was York Road in Budrum. It was a beautiful home. Uh, it, was, um, it was getting warm. Uh, it was like a football final. The cars were lined the street. The flags were flying. There were people streaming in. Over- and everyone was sweaty. Everyone was sweaty. It was a matter of <laughs> I was right. I got it, got under the Pontiana tree across the road and oh, washed well everything played. from there. Uh, and people were saying, oh, isn't it lovely? It showed the benefit of aspect and they were catching the sea breeze. Yeah. Anyway. And again, on those days when it's stinking hot, if you're kind of thinking, oh, we'll have a bid, it's a 1,000 degrees like it was last Saturday. It's, it's like we talk about, Tash, about, you know, cozy homes on a rainy day. Rainy day. That that can be worth another ten or $20,000. Somebody kind of goes, oh, 
Joe, I do like this home. And then that breeze wafts across. All of a sudden, the heart starts taking over a little more from the head. How did bidding go? I think that was part of it. There was a lady there and she was fanning herself with a bidding number. And she, win? she won. Okay, there you go. She was creating her own breeze. Yeah, those extra couple of thousands at the end were probably worth it. What'd she won. pick it up for? Because it's a beautiful uh, property. 1.055, which everyone, good everyone, yeah, but everyone thought gee, it was a good price too. Yeah. Forget. But anyway, I left there, it dipped, zipped up the noosa, and then for around over five minutes, I was virtually couldn't drive because of the downpour around. Uh, Oh yeah, about, around Lake Wyber. About two o'clock, it absolutely it was just that one cell. It was it was beautiful, sunny. That one cell came across, then the sun came back out, so it was as steamy as for the rest Tash, of the afternoon. Tash was up at Melania, yeah. the same thing. Oh yeah, it was <laughs> to come through, then straight over. It was great. It meant I had to finish my my renovations for the day. Oh, oh got to stop! It's <laughs> raining. Um, Twenty minutes later, when the rain stopped, my wife said, "Are you going to keep going?" No, nah, I think I'm done now. Because then it gets really humid. It's too steamy. The, yeah, it's too hot to yeah. be doing that. The paint I won't dry. Yeah, no, I th- that was my theory, and I was sticking to it. <laughs> Uh, any other that caught your eye last week? Um, yeah, there was uh, one out at uh, Maruchi River that Tash also, I think, had as a, a hottie at um, Tanara Close. It was on a bit of acreage, and it sold it sold at auction to um, someone from the coast moving back to the coast. They paid oh, nice. uh, a glorious return five for that. And the same agent sold one that was due for this Saturday, sold it prior to auction. That was a 28-calister crescent budroom, flat block. He had people crawling all over it and um, came in just under 590 to people renting in the it's area. It's a good spot down there at Calistra too. My uh, parents used to have a uh, house on that street, and that's a, that's a good little family area there. Mm-hmm. Well, the same agent's got uh, a four-bed, two-bath house with pool at 8 Kingsgrove Court, budroom going to auction this Saturday Oh. At some stage. <laughs> At some stage. <laughs> GBA. <laughs> one o'clock. One o'clock. While we're talking Budrum, we've got um, a, a real door upper at 41 Rim Road at 11 a.m., it's 50, 60 metres from the car entrance to when, a manual there. When you say a real door upper, as in, would you would you pull it down and start again or just well, give us some love? Have to have a good look at it. I think that, that, those ones are always down. cool. I reckon if you do walk around, you get it's like you know when you go to a prize home and you go, oh, that'll be the kids' bedroom, that'll be ours. Yeah, yep. you, you'll hear people going, no, nah, let's just tear it down, or <laughs> no, nah, we can put the kitchen there. Like it's really interesting to see it with those sort of properties that are that could go either way. Just need a bit of love, or whether it's just easier to tear it down. I'm always fascinated to hear the murmurings of yeah. what people have got in mind. This one backs onto bushland, so it doesn't really get that rim road view. So you can. Um, Determine very what you handy do if you want to send the kids to a manual, though. Um, we have uh, oh, a couple of other crackers, we've both uh, mentioned them as hotties at different times. Um, here we go, bristling with opportunity. Original three bedroom house at 34 Neerham Drive. I think I talked about yeah, that. Yeah, that was a, a couple hottie. of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it goes to auction at 11 a.m. Um, so I reckon the bidding will be hot there too because that, that could be a that could be the buy of the week, actually. It could be, it's uh, it doesn't get um. It's not it's not a waterfront block, but there are some real heavyweights mm. in that section. Um, the house has to be sold. The people are at that age that uh, they need to um, move to a, a, a retirement home. Yep. Yeah, so that'll be a really good one to watch. Um, what was the other one? The Surf Road, Edine Surf Road, yep. which uh, I mentioned last week or the week before. Four bedroom, three bedroom house with pool being renovated. And the um, response there has been nothing short of outstanding. Oh, that'll be one of the ones with the front yards chockers. 
Yeah, yeah. And I reckon there'll be it'll be seventy percent buyers, but there'll be a lot of tie kickers there just to see. Lot, there'll be a lot of people even from within the street probably picking yeah. up a card. Getting a bit um, of a buy, that's I think. three o'clock Saturday, so that'll be um, one to really have a look at the lo- again the locals um, are having a go there. Uh, I'll mention it. I may have already done that, but the another in rooms next Thursday morning at 11 o'clock at Caloundra. It's got something for everyone there, and we'll talk about those in Any our hotties. Any idea of how many properties at this stage are going to be available? Oh, six, six or eight, I've yeah. forgotten. But Worth your time, though. It goes from um, an original 1970s three-bedroom house right up to penthouse apartments. Ooh, and uh, and that, everything in between. Everything in between. Could be some good gear. Lots of auction action. You can check it all out on this Saturday's edition of The Real Estate Guide. There are many factors involved in achieving the best possible price when selling your home. If you want to maximise your price, research tells us by combining online with newspaper advertising, you will achieve on average an 18.5% better price. You need to get your message out to as many people as possible to get the best price. So when you list your home, make sure you advertise in Saturday's Sunshine Coast Daily Real Estate Guide. Source RP Data Core Logic, 12 months to February 2017, Sunshine Coast Region. Welcome back to the Real Estate Guide podcast brought to you by the Sunshine Coast Daily. We've done it again. We've managed to get somebody foolish enough to come back to the podcast a second time, Earl. We tricked Stuart Greensall last week. This week, one of our favourite guests, because we love his accent for a start, and we've had people go, what is that bloke's accent? And the truth is, he doesn't know either, which is fantastic. <laughs> it keeps the magic alive. Hey, I haven't introduced you yet. Keep out of it. We also love him because he's a great bloke. He's speaking because, with his hands again. <laughs> and because his name sounds like the alter ego of a superhero. From Master Bilge's Sunshine Coast, the regional manager, Will Wilson. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm very good. And yourself? Very, very well. Look, we, before we, we hit... Uh, Go on the microphones. We were well, before having, we do. He's been to he's been to he's been to Italy as well for a oh, holiday. Oh, well played. We'll yeah. get to that. Which is part of my confused accent. Just saying, was well, not helping matters either. And went, the thing, he went to school there for a while. In fact, he's throwing his hands around now. It's confusing the matter <laughs> even more. But we were just having a very long conversation before we uh, turned the microphones on about um, our our respective uh, construction prowess. It's probably for the best that you're now working in an office and I'm working on podcasts. I am I am a much better uh, project manager than I am a tradesperson. <laughs> you're a better. Administrator. When I was building, I was really good at um, putting the right people in yeah. to do the right. No, it's all about it's all about delegation, my friend. And yeah. the, one of the reasons we got you in here too, of course, because and Earl's a big part of this Master Builders Awards. Yeah, we're just starting to get rolled in for 2020. So where are we at this stage? Are we still gathering entries? We're absolutely gathering entries, um, gathering momentum. We're just getting the word out. Um, it is a really fun time of year. Mm. Um, I get few calls a week from a, a builder or a tradie going, hey, really proud of this project. Um, you know, I'm, I'm working on this. How do I how do I get that recognition? How do I enter the awards? Um, so Master Builders members. Which is great. If you've got the actual industry saying, because I think that the death knell of any awards, be it doesn't matter what it is, if the industry kind of goes, yeah, I think it's a dog and pony show. I come from radio and trust me, we think that about our awards. But you know, but if you've actually got on the job builders and and people like that going, hey, how do I enter? Yes. That's a great sign. Sponsorship yeah. sponsors are lining up as well this year, which Absolutely. is um, really encouraging in in the um, in this uh, market. Well, last year's last year's awards were were so exciting. We did have um, a really good participation rate. There was more categories entered. Um, you know, we as master yep. builders have a, a huge range of. Members, you know, they range from the sole trader with the the rusty ute up mm. to the biggest builders in Queensland, and um, we had a great representation across all aspects of the industry. Um, 
and and just passionately putting their entries in. Mm. People are people are the builders were just blown away. The ones who went to the national awards, it was out of the Uluru, under the stars, oh, red dirt, sunset. And the um, we had some award winners out there, and they just could not believe how good it Which was. Which is ironic, because there's literally no construction of any sort out there. So it's, <laughs> it's wildly <laughs> ironic of all the places they could have put it. You legally cannot build stuff there. They've been getting blokes with itchy fingers out there. Thought, Come on, let's put a deck over there and look great. How good would Uluru look with a carport over it? So that's the thing. That's the ironic choice for that. But. And look, going forward, obviously there's a, there's a lot of work to be done as far as getting to a stage where you guys and and you guys are both part of the judging. And it's easy to say at face value, what are you looking for? Because obviously there's a lot of different categories, a lot of different things to go into it. But let's just say straight away, you pull up in the car, and irrespective of of category, and there's a lot of a lot of a lot of very you know infinite minute categories. But what what's straight away for you, Will? What takes your breath away? What when you get out of the car, you go, "Yep, this is going to be a good one." Well, obviously, street appeal is the first thing you see. Yep. Um, but as a as a proper true industry award for the builders, it's about more than that. So yeah, we you know I'm I'm the chauffeur and devil's mm. advocate, and I absolutely love it because I go and see some of the most amazing constructions on the coast from renovations up to the. Sunshine Plaza extension because it's about aesthetic appeal, but it's also it, there's a very much a technical part of it as well, Absolutely. isn't there? That, yeah. that a lot of lay people wouldn't get, but there's a, Sight, a skill sighting aspect, yeah. um, environmental things like I mean, the, that. The, the finish is absolutely critical, but yeah, how it sits in the environment and um, you know the the Action. the technical aspects of actually building it. Yeah. Um, you know, the, you would drive up to well, you do you have a bit of history, but some people would drive up to a house and just see a house sitting there, mm. whereas the the judges and myself, we love to hear the story of how that got there. Got there. Uh, problems with council, problems yep. with the the soil, problems with the engineering. Um, difficulties no, I never had any engineers, do they? Um, no. You're talking in riddles now, Wilson. <laughs> but as you say, that, but again, a lot of those are part of the rich tapestry of a home that it might be. As you say, soil testing came back and they had to completely change the idea they were doing or the 83 degree pitch of the roof didn't suit the design covenant, so we've got to start again. And, and they're a pain in the bum for people doing them at the time, but it does add to that that all-round tapestry of a property, doesn't it? And, and absolutely. And if you, you take those challenges, incorporate them into the build, they become a part of the story, part of the tapestry yeah. is your word, but also... Also, um, for for those of us that are intimately connected to the construction mm. process, um, they add add to the to the brilliance of that project. Is there a common theme? Like, say, even if you were to cast your eye over all of the winners last year, is there one or two common elements? Obviously, being very talented at what they do is is an easy way to answer that question. But is there even from a design point of view or from a from a mission point of view? Do you reckon there's a common theme? Well, we're lucky here in our environment. It it um, encourages good design and good functionality mm. and good usability of people. They can, um, you know, open the place up or things like that. The way our, our houses sit in the environment is uh, is a great thing. I guess but, because it varies so much. You could have a home at Mullaney, which is very different to a home at Dickey Beach, uh, which is different, be different again. It needs, yeah. needs to be. It needs right, to be different. I guess we've got we've got a pretty rich and blank canvas here, don't we? Depending on where you are going to put stumps down. Yeah. I mean, there's there's form and there's function and. Um, you know, function is is only a aspect of of that building. Um, I, I would actually say that the one common theme that we saw was just a, a huge jump in quality and skill. Definitely, um, you know, Definitely. of that design yeah. and of of making that 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 form and function um, become you know an incredible project. The entries last year were just 
up, and, right up there. And going with that increase in skill and application, as you say, Will, as well, I guess what's got to be that hand-in-glove relationship as well is doing that, but everything's got to be done in a sustainable manner. Whereas 15 years ago, throw up bricks, throw up whatever you like. It didn't really matter. No one really cared, to be honest. Whereas now, from a, from a, from a community point of view, but also, also from a legislative and a legal point Absolutely. of view, there's actually things that our builders have to do, not just do because it sounds good at a dinner party, but they actually, there are covenants now they have to adhere to, which at face value could actually hem them in a little bit more, couldn't they? They've actually got more constrictions than they've ever had, but because they're being more creative, they're doing more with what, less. what it does is – it, it adds to the longevity, I suppose, of the building and the enjoyment of the person, of the people living yeah. in that building at the time. They may not see it immediately, but when you look at the lifespan of that property, uh, it just makes life so much more comfortable and uh, affordable in the long run. Really lucky in in that aspect here on the sunny coast because we have a tradition, um, you know, a long lasting tradition of batting well above our weight as far as the design goes, um, both in you know pure aesthetic form, but also in that environmental form. Some incredibly talented architects have this, made the coast home for a long, long time. This comes back to the design book just Come released by uh, Council. Yeah, we're talking to Sarah about that the other week. Yeah. Will, Will's been involved in that. Process. Well, you were part of that, man. Well done. Was, Again, yeah. it was a uh, it's a wonderful bit of gear and 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 really forward thinking for everybody involved. But as you yeah. say, it does that you can see in that book that we spoke to Sarah about. I think it was two podcasts ago. Just there is that that joint vision to go forward together. I think you know that that points to. I mean, that was a that was a council led initiative, um, and you know I was very happy to have been a part and a contributor. But it, it points to where our council um, aims to mm-hmm. take building and development on the coast, not to a, a mass cookie cutter yep. um, as as is traditional and not into just a suburban That other sprawl. coast. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll leave them out of it because, you know, we all know we're better. This is the right coast. Um, but what, what, what that aims to do is to give a guide um, of what council's you know vision is, and and but council has then taken um, a very collaborative effect, mm. and I know collaboration sometimes doesn't actually mean anything to government other than a box to tick. But in this case, with this project, they have collaborated with the building, the development, and the design community yeah. um, to not only say, okay, this is what council wants, but this is what this portion portion of the community, the ones that are actively working in this space um, are able, able to produce. And it, it ties into, you know, where we're going on the coast. You know, we, we have a, an amazing uh, place to live. My wife asked me recently, um, where are we going to move when we retire? And I looked at her like she was, where are we going up here? Yeah. I, I do come from lands foreign. Did you say, I don't know, where are you going? I said, <laughs> I'm not moving. I said, this is home. <laughs> Downsizing is cool, but I'm not. Yeah. Long holidays? Yeah, cool. I'm in. But this is home and I'm not mm. leaving. Um, but we need to, as the population, protect the 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 environment and protect that that. Someone has to, to leave. Detail. Someone's got to leave. Let's put the hat around. Someone has to leave because it's getting too busy. But okay. it's um. <laughs> Damn it! Why do I suggest that? <laughs> it's about uh, feeling proud of the region you live in and how it looks, as well as the house that you live in. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, just quickly, um, start of twenty twenty from a master builder's point of view. How are things looking? Everybody I talk to on the tools is flat out. I'm talking working half days, full days, Saturday flat out. Great way to start the year. Things are looking pretty good. Um, yes, 
qualified. Yeah. Um, yes, people are. Yes, busy. with a but. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Um, we were talking about those before, but we'll leave that out. <laughs> no, but the thing is that we we in Queensland have definitely seen a downturn in mm. uh, approval numbers. Yep. Um, we're lucky here on the coast that the higher end market continues. You know that knockdown rebuild yep. up in the the you know the really high end markets, but we've also and take got, advantage of the position in that respect. Yeah. But we've also got, um, you know, a better by numbers percentage-wise um, continuation of building. Um, as a state, we're probably still in the downfall. But as Sunshine Coast, we've probably hit the bottom. The last ripple as well, that downturn you talk about on maybe still the hangover effects of the Royal Commission and the banking industry. And the election. Yep. And, um, yeah, um, you know, we, we are we are experiencing, and I don't want to deny it, um, a, a, a greater number of insolvencies yep. in builders. And that, that has We've a, already a seen negative this effect. This year, already a number in the Sunshine Coast data, a number go to yeah, the And that can be yeah. from uh, a variety of oh, reasons. Oh, myriad reasons yeah. why that yeah. can happen, yeah. But- Yes, there is good positivity. Mm. And anecdotally, I'm here. I haven't seen figures from January yet, but anecdotally, I'm hearing from um, developers and from Display Village builders, as well as commercial guys, that that inquiry is better. Um, I spoke to uh, BOQ Noosa, and he's saying he's writing um, loans as fast as he ever has. Some of those will be existing. got to have that point of inquiry. And how are we going? Going ahead with uh, land and that, we've still got some, but What's the next yeah. stage? Yeah. And that's the thing. Even like I had to Brisbane last Friday. I go to Brisbane about every two weeks, which I don't like doing because it's Brisbane, uh, where Will's moving soon. And um, <laughs> we decided he has to leave. Um, I've, I've, I've overturned the decision. But as I go there, as I go on that, you know, that southbound side, you look across to the left, I feel like when I look over there, that Caloundra South, I guess what you call it, I reckon there's 100 new roofs. Every few weeks. And obviously, that's going to just keep going. That's going to just basically attach itself to Redcliffe eventually. Same, oh, the same. No, it absolutely won't. The green break between yep. Morton Bay, north of Morton Bay, and our coast is legislated to stay. Um, and I, I believe- So those roofs I see now, is that pretty much the bottom end of it, or is that going to keep going? Um, it'll keep going, but it'll go down in behind that forestry land. Oh, okay, um, behind the so state forest there, okay. Yeah, we will always have a break in mm. urban. We will never meet North Lakes. But um, how are we going land-wise? Obviously, from a commercial point of view, from a from a residential point of view, we're going to run out of space eventually. And, how are we handling that? Well, the, the, the stated intent is to um, urbanize and densify mm. what we call the urban corridor. Um, and this is something that is... I feel like more information could be out there and should be out there. Um, We've got a wonderful environment. We've got a lot of people who passionately love the Sunshine Coast. But I think we need to educate the the broad population about the difference between suburban, urban sprawl Mm -hmm. and protecting an environment and positive community, well-planned, well-designed densification. Um, So our, our urban corridor is between... Your your hundred houses a week, mm-hmm. um, and the 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 new CBD or yeah. the airport even the airport as well. Yeah, that's yeah. the other side of the river. That area um, is going to change. If you if you drive from the CBD to Aura, you're you're not going to have that that green break. You're not going to have not. that state forest. Um, it is essentially urban sprawl. There's nothing really other than small patches, which are wonderful and will continue yeah. to thrive, uh, to protect environmentally, other than our beach, which is sanct- you know, yep. it's sacred. We're not yeah. gonna muck we're not gonna muck the beach. But um we'd also don't want to be one big long high rise as yep. the other coast. That other coast, yeah. <laughs> or, the or, 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 at about three thirty. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. or, or a car park. So you yeah. Yeah. it it 
uh, the density builds around the capacity to have uh, light rail or something like that. We Mass have transit. enough cautionary tales out there that if it happens, it's their own silly fault. Oh, absolutely. It's probably a good way to put yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there is no intent from either the development and building community mm. or the council to turn into that one big you know, giant block of high rises. The, the, the idea is that there will be activation centers. Mm. So if you look at the, the amazing transformation over the last, what, five years of Ocean Street, yeah. um, how many people live, work, Eat mm. and play there. Yeah, um, it is. Night a wonderful used place. to be used to be ghost town. Yeah, you but, were silly if you went there, but now yeah. it's a great place to go at all times of day. And then as we we go across the road into the CBD, that's going to take a bit longer. But again, yeah. that that ur- that urbanisation of that that'll be perfect. But, but again, I guess we've probably got a good example. We've talked about it before of a, of a South Bank kind of. Model. Absolutely. Again, yeah. if we do that wrong, it's our own silly fault. Right. And you know. The Sunshine Coast's development team's um, maturity is is a lot higher than um, most of mm. most of regional councils, but also the world has matured. The world won't accept rubbish anymore. Yeah. We won't. We just won't. So it, it's a two two pronged effect. You know, we've got the people who are saying absolutely no development at all, and that actually provides a, a good balance for those that would go too far. But if you move down the coast through that urban corridor, mm. what what the the long term future will be is little sections of activated zones where there will be places to eat, places to work, places to live and places to play. And they will be hubs of that eventual mass transit. I think people are going to need, because a good example of that I reckon is somewhere like Pridgeon. No, it's it's great. It's, it's a great little, its own little sort of satellite city, as it were. Mm. And if you wanted to, you never got to you never got to leave Pridgeton if you don't want to. No. I think like Sunshine that. Beach, it's like the old style uh, English village where the pub was there. You'd walk down to the pub of night, and that's the thing. You had to, and that's the thing. Then I you'd think. walk home. Yeah. But the important thing about Parisian mm. and north of the airport is that's not going to change. No. We're not going to have that urban corridor there. There is so much between Parisian and Coulomb and Yorumba and all mm. of those wonderful pockets of protected natural but like land. That, that, that village, that village. That village of villages field, yeah. will stay there. But but where we already have suburban sprawl, which is that, you know, other side of the Nicklin mm. Way, um, if, if we – as a community, grow that into something that is a lot more functional, a lot more urbanized, a lot more modern, um, will support the population that's coming. We as the Sunshine Coast population and the, the council here of the Sunshine Coast don't say, hey, we want to have half a million people by 2040. That's not up to us. Mm. That is predictions by state. We're a victim of our own success because we have such a wonderful place to live. Shh, don't tell anyone. Yeah. Yeah. This is local, right? Like, this no isn't going listens, to Brisbane. Okay. This no isn't going to, to Sydney. So you find our way. It's okay. Hey, mum. They're coming. <laughs> She's not listening either. But like, as well, uh, If they don't have jobs, if they don't yeah. have places to live, places to play, and they don't have reasonable transport to get around, we're going to have a slum. Mm. So by carefully and as a community making good choices and, and educating ourselves, yes, some people will will not be able to have what they've had for the last 40 years in certain areas. The world is changing so fast. It's not just us. No, is it? we're it's just a little microcosm that. of it, actually. Uh, so before we let you go, Master Builders, how do people get involved if you are listening and you are, as you say, from the, the, big, the big builders right down to the bloke with the rusty ute? How do you get involved in the awards for 2020? First and foremost, you must be a member. So um, if you pay aren't, your, pay your membership can, fees. Yep. Yeah, give us a call yep. um, and we'll absolutely get you on board. Um, and we don't have any restrictions. You, as long as you are a member when you enter, yep. that's fine. Um, projects must be completed by April this year. 
Um, it's an online process, um, and there are categories Just from- QueenslandMasterBuilders.com. MasterBuilders Queensland, yeah. yeah. Yep. Google, Google MasterBuilders Queensland, 54569800 is our local office. Oh, all over um, it. Colin asked for me, and I'll, I'll have into a my chat. new deck, but none of it's square, so I'm not going to waste your time, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Licensed building work, we don't encourage. No, no. Hey, yeah, I'm probably in that category. It's not a separate category. Unlicensed work. Come on, that's yeah. the category we hopefully, want for next hopefully year. Hopefully QBCC's are listening to this. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Hey, from MasterBuilders, Will, always a pleasure, mate. Thanks for joining us on the podcast, as always. My pleasure. Absolute pleasure. There are many factors involved in achieving the best possible price when selling your home. If you want to maximise your price, research tells us by combining online with newspaper advertising, you will achieve on average an 18.5% better price. You need to get your message out to as many people as possible to get the best price. So when you list your home, make sure you advertise in Saturday's Sunshine Coast Daily Real Estate Guide. Source RP Data Core Logic, 12 months to February 2017, Sunshine Coast Region. Welcome back to the Real Estate Guide podcast brought to you by the Sunshine Coast Daily. Uh, big thank you again to Will Wilson, always a wonderful guest. Our picks of the week. Uh, now, as I say every week, Tash is leading already because you've gone to the trouble of printing out the property she so I've got a copy of it and it's in colour but Earl has already declared everyone just stay calm he's already started skiting about his so we'll save him for the end because he's coming in very confident Tash you're going to beautiful Shelley Beach yes I'm going a bit different this week from what I usually do I'm going to 5 King Street Shelley Beach it's a Large block of land that can be subdivided into two. This is the one. This is part of the in-rooms that Earl was talking about earlier at Caloundra next week. Mm -hmm. Next Thursday. Yeah. So it's a 1,343 square metre allotment, but there's two lots on it. So you could subdivide if you You wanted to. subdivide it, yes. I reckon keep it. Have a big I yard. I think so too. There's a house on one and the other one's just vacant. So I'm can... just trying to see. Uh, I'm going to turn to Earl now, our tree expert. What are those trees on there? Because <laughs> I reckon, oh, just looking at the photo here, you see it on page 12 of this Saturday's Real Estate Guide. They've got some good shape. They've got some beautiful <laughs> shapes. Is there? Is one of them a fig? Is it figgy at the top there? Um, if anyone goes along, can, can, can they tell me? Because because I'm I'm not the environment's friend. I'm a huge fan of trees being cut down. But I tell you what, I reckon you'd be keen to keep them because they're beautiful. Biggest magnificus is that? <laughs> <laughs> Settle down, Berkey. Uh, so you've been no help to us there. But I yeah, I'm saying Melalukas or slash paperbacks. And I just say yeah, that's, which is the worst guess ever because I can guarantee it's neither one of those. Um, four bedrooms, three bathrooms. So really good family home. Um, I reckon this is going to attract a bit of attention. I think the main attraction will be 150 metres from the beach. Just walk down the end of your road. I assume the home is probably on the older side. I think the actual the, the home on the block, given where it is. Judging by the green roof. By the green roof, I reckon there's a pretty good chance. But as you say, 150 metres, and there's two really good shots to give you an indication of the little walk down the road to get you to the beach. That's a little cracker. So when can we check that one out? We can go Saturday and Sunday, um, 1 to one thirty. I just let people know behind the scenes here, Earl and our producer Crash have been conferring here about the trees. Botanicus. Oh. I've got more faith in Crash, can I tell you, than I do in you. Well, he's nodding. Not he's nodding. Yeah, he's nodding. Yeah, because he's got a sore neck. This is, yeah, but this is the man with the mangoes and the. What, what, have we, what were those other? Sour socks. Sour socks. What have we come up with, Brains Trust? Did we well, come up with that it's actually a mango, a large spreading mango, and on the street that would be uh, Norfolk Pines. Okay. I was looking at the wrong property. <laughs> You know, the one that's not got a yellow border around it. 
<laughs> How long have you been doing this for? <laughs> My lord. I was looking at oh, high rise. I couldn't work out what we are talking about trees. It's outlined for him. <laughs> literally, there's a big yellow line around it. But anyway, we move on. Oh, now, yeah. Earl, I already declared Tash the winner, or at least the leader, because of her efforts in getting me a copy of her property. You said, and I quote, Hold on there, sonny boy. <laughs> what have you produced for your pick of the week? I see you've gone greedy. Gone Yours the, is over two pages. Gone the, gone the extra yard. This is in our weekend magazine it's in the Saturday paper. Guide. Okay. But it is also in, I'll, I'll it's also in our it's in our property guide. I now, was just I was just giving it to you. By the look of this, is this a magnificently done renovation? Yes. By the look of the bones? Yes, in a great street. So we're in oh Radicky Beach, we're in Nungan Street. Is that how it's pronounced? Nungan Street? Nung Nung. Nung Nung Street? After Mount Nung. I know Nung, where Nung. it is, I just can't say. Mount it. Nung Nung. And again, I reckon we're probably competing with Tasha's property at Shelley Beach. I reckon we're about that same, about 150, maybe 100 metres, and your your feet are getting sandy. Oh, 60 to 80 there. You reckon even less? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just being competitive now. <laughs> How much is Tash's? Oh, I don't know. Mine's less. Mine's much closer. But, Four bedroom, but, two but, bathroom, two car. But Tash does have the uh, coffee van at Shelley that you could walk down to. That's not that's not that's not not a selling point, by the way. Oh. Um, Neither, because I don't well, drink coffee. So well, that's obviously an issue then. <laughs> uh, beautiful pool out the back. Yes. Uh, really, really, as you say, and you can see when you see the photos in the in the magazine, not even in the uh, in the in the real estate guide. Um, you can you can tell where the old building stopped and the new one starts. It's very clear. But I really like the combination of the old and the new in this renovation. I've got um, yeah, they've got um, the. Bamboo laminate floors down downstairs, which uh, it's got a distressed look, which I think was I think really nice. Really yeah. nice look upstairs. You've still got some of the original hardwood floors um, in in the greater part of the property. The uh, lawn area near the pool was uh, was good. As I said, it's just across the road from um, the beach. There, Ashley Cooper used to have a double block okay. on the opposite side of the road, just there. And it's one of those blocks, and an typically Sunshine Coast beachside block where she's not real wide, but it's as Deep as. It's pretty long. He used to have a tennis court. He had a tennis court on one block and his house on the other. Oh, that's about standing bit of gear from Ash. Yeah. One of the so greats. you didn't have to play tennis or cricket in the street. You could no. go to Coops's. You just go to Coops's place and you'd be all right. Yeah. Um, now, when can we check this one out? Because this is a little beauty. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, 11 to 11.30. Um, it's it's a great little street, that. And uh, you can, you not can far s- from Dickey Beach Surf Club. You can just see, when you do see it in the magazine this weekend, the houses either side of it are also tell the story of how long this property's been there for. As the one just the to the north the is classic. The one on the right, the, the pea green one, yep. is an absolute Queensland classic, that house. Yep. So, look, two beautiful properties. Um, oh, that's an auction. That's the uh, in-rooms next Thursday as well. That's part of the in-rooms as well. Okay, yeah. same as Tasha's. Yeah. Look, Earl's got the chocolates this week. Oh, it, yes. could be, right. it could be because it's he right. lied about how close it is to the beach. I'm in raisin. <laughs> old old say, gold. We might, we, might, we might get some surveyors out and just check on his 60 metres to the beach estimate. But I've got to say, it's a uh, it's a beautiful property. I said a, a really well done re- renovation. And well, like, you can duck through other people's houses down there, I'm told. It's that's still good, that Do beach. some fence jumping. Yeah. The gu- the gu- because the fences have palings on both sides, makes it easier. The um, the I think the killer here. I've recently, as I've turned forty and discovered uh, my TV tastes have become more boring. I've discovered a show called Love It or List It. Love and that I'm, show. And I've got to say, if this is my place, 
I'd be loving it. I don't think oh, I'd be listening. Okay. To it. You wouldn't I'd be, be staying because oh. this is an absolute beauty. Earl's got the chocolates. Well done. Um, one other thing. While we're talking all things food, I uh, had breakfast the we other day. Continue on. <laughs> Not even remotely. We weren't talking about that. Oh, That's the worst segue in the history of this chocolates. podcast. Chocolates. Come, <laughs> come with, come oh, with me geez, here. It's a long bow, but continue on. Come with me here. We had a great breakfast with Will the other morning down at um, Malula Bar. Oh, I'm really happy that I wasn't invited. Thanks very much. Yeah, you would have hated the uh, hamburgers with real oh, meat and uh, rude. Uh, old style sauce. And oh, this um, is the one opposite the surf club. Opposite the surf club, yeah. right? Uh, Rusty Batch. Mm. This feels like cash for comment. Well, it could be. This feels like this, no, feels, no. Like, this feels like Wimpy here trying to sort out his own burgers. Is what I got to tell you. This feels like Popeye all over again. Oh no, I'm getting in. Tash will have to go down there too because one of the, uh, the oh, girls being dragged into the conspiracy okay. now as well. Apparently, run by one of the girls from the Batchy. Ooh. You get all the scandals. Oh, there you could. What, a former Bachelor contestant? Yeah. Uh, a few years ago now, though. Oh, okay. Two or three. Look, it means nothing to me, to be perfectly honest. But the important thing is you're excited. That's us done and dusted. Earl, have a lovely week. I'll certainly be there. We'll give it a go next week. Yeah. Also, you, Tash, have a great week. Yeah. Everybody Thank out there, you. hopefully it stays dry or cool or one it's or both of those things weekend. and cool down a bit, which is yeah. a nice change. We won't even talk about Ford and Holden. We won't get into oh, that because wow. it's uh, that's a, that's a, that, all joking, that's actual, that's a national tragedy. I just yep. can't believe that they can just gone. Mm. Like, that plays my Yeah, mind. that's uh, from a point of view from motorsport to yeah. people's livelihoods to generational decline. People. That is an actual, it's a national tragedy, that. I was, I was flipping through the thing last night and I was counting them up. FX, FJ, FE, FCU, FB, Panel Band. you've had yeah. in your life, yeah. LJ, Tirana, and then I switched across to Are they going to Toyota. a different country or are they just done? No, the brand Holden will not exist anymore. It's so General, it's just General Motors will not make Holdens anymore. Holden started off as um, coach makers for, you know, horse and coaches. Mm. They first, they first South, arrived in Australia, I think, South it was, Australia? It was eight, 1860. They first arrived in Australia. South Australia, was it? Um, that's, that's it. That was actually Earl's first car. It was one of those coaches. <laughs> one horsepower. Yeah. It was, it was when he was doing some weekend work for Coven Co. He's got, it was called Black Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> ah, she was reliable. But everybody out there, have a cracking weekend. And make sure you check out both the Real Estate Guide and the magazine this weekend to find some beautiful properties. Have a great week. The Real Estate Guide Podcast, brought to you by the Sunshine Coast Daily.